Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! I did say that I wanted to do more episodes like this where if something has to be talked about, I'm going to get right on this podcast and by God means talking about it. Now, I thought, okay, it's not comic book related, but it's definitely into my world of voice acting. And a lot of people are up in arms with it. Some people are either for it, other people are against it. We are going to talk about boycotting Bayonetta 3 and why I don't think that is the answer to do. Now, for those that have no idea what is going on or have not been involved with what's been going on in the past 48 hours, basically, the game for Nintendo Switch, Bayonetta 3, the popular game that is essentially, now I wouldn't say a spin-off of Devil May Cry, but it's the new thing. From 10 years ago, from Bayonetta 1 and 2, awesome games, awesome action-packed games, made by Platinum Games, made by Nintendo, and now Bayonetta 3 will be coming out on October 28th, which is essentially next week. Yeah, it's next week. And now, everyone is up in arms, I wouldn't say everyone, but only one person is up in arms about it, and that is the original voice actress herself, Helena Taylor. And she is asking to boycott this game, to ask the fans to boycott this game because she has been offered a insulting offer of $4,000 to reprise her role as Bayonetta. Now, as a fellow voice actor, I will say this. I'm going to give my honest opinion about it because I always do on this podcast. I'm going to give my honest opinion about this whole thing. As a fellow voice actor, I wholeheartedly agree that you should be paid of what you're worth, especially voice actors in this type of industry. If you truly, truly think about it, voice actors in animation and Funimation and, and, well, that's the studio, but animation type genres and cartoons, they really don't get paid a lot if you truly think about it. All of your favorite characters, from video games to cartoons, animation, and whatever the case may be, they really don't get paid a lot. I keep on saying they, we, because I'm a fellow voice actor myself. We really don't get paid a lot if you truly think about it. There's also a strong sense that just because you see someone famous on television that is doing a voiceover for your favorite console, for your video game or the cartoon that you watch, means that they're well taken care of. And that's usually not the case. There is so much that goes on behind the scenes that I know this is going to take like hours upon to get into. But the point of the matter is, we really don't get paid a lot. And it's sad because it's an industry where when we, the actors, the voice actors, bring the characters that what we do, the characters that we connect to, the characters that we portray for you, the audience, for you, the fans, to life, and a studio or gaming company, or whoever it is that signs the checks, lowballs us with a very, very low offer, 
it's kind of a slap in the face to us. It's probably one of the biggest FUs that we would ever experience in our life. Including the amount of dedication and time and effort and energy and sacrifice that we put into doing what we love, which is voice acting. It sucks. And yet that is the reality that we face, that we continue to face every single day. Every time we're behind this microphone, every time we are in our booth, every time we have to sacrifice our time with our friends and family to do something we love because at the end of the day, this is a business. Now, please keep that in mind. This is a business. And we should be treated like a business and we should be compensated like a business. But let me get on to my point. Helena Taylor... The original voice actor, actress, for Bayonetta 1 and 2 apparently has been asked to re-audition for her role in Bayonetta 3. And I literally just finished seeing her video. She actually did say that she re-auditioned because it happens. Over time, voices change. They do. They do. Voices do indeed change. We grow older. Our, you know octaves and our tones they change from time to time and sometimes we may not be able to play an actor from 10 years ago or prior to that i mean hell let's give a couple of examples real quick you know eric stewart the voice of seto kaiba for Yu-Gi-Oh. he had to relearn how to do his voice for seto kaiba because it's been so long that he's done it now he wasn't you know recasted But he did admit that it took him a while to get back into that character because it's been so long that he's done it. You meet a lot of voice actors and they can't do the same voice that they've done from 10, 15, 20 years ago. We change over time. But according to Helena Taylor, she did say that she passed with flying colors. And the fact that she was able to do the job and there'd be no problems. Now, according to her, and these are her words that I'm quoting because I just finished seeing her video on YouTube. These are her words that she's quoting. She did say that she went to the main guy himself, uh, Mr. Kamiya. I forgot his name, but he's essentially the big boss of the entire thing and asked what she's worth. He goes, according to her, $4,000 from an industry and a company and a game that has made over $450 million. She was only getting paid $4,000. That is the biggest slap in the face that I've ever heard of in my life. A buyout of $4,000. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Ain't that something? It sucks. It really does. But then we have to get to the other side of this coin. The main reason why I'm here to talk about this on this podcast, except for the fact to spread awareness that, yeah, we voice actors really don't get paid a lot and we should be compensated. We should be paid for what we're worth. We are a business. I keep reiterating that and I'm going to continue to reiterate that we are a business. What I do have a problem with, though was when Helena Taylor is asking us, the general fans, the audience, the fans of the story, the fans of the game, the fans of the character of Bayonetta, to boycott, to boycott the entire game. I have a problem with that. I really do. For the simple reason that 
when you as a talent are asking your fans to boycott a game, to boycott a movie, boycott a show, it's kind of a slap in the face to anybody else that has also worked on that project. Gaming developers, storyboard artists, graphic designers, marketers, anyone that has a hand in making this game that is probably getting paid less, way less than what you are getting paid, it's kind of a slap in the face to them. And I don't sit right with that. I really don't. Now, I do understand that this was probably her way of spreading the message that, yes, we voice actors in this industry should be getting paid well, very well, in terms of what we're getting paid now. And maybe that was her main goal from the entire get-go. But that wasn't the case when she did her video. She was asking her audience, the audience, to boycott this game. Judging from her video, she is upset. She is insulted. And she has every right to be. I would be in the same boat. I know many people, I'm not going to name names, but I know many people that have gotten lowball from something that they've worked on, something that they've put their passion and their soul and their effort into doing something that they love and got paid shite compared to what others have gotten. Again, it sucks. And yet, there's something about asking us to boycott something really sits me the wrong way. Do you remember a couple of years ago when Gina Carano, when the hashtag, it was trending for a while, it was cancel Disney Plus because Gina Carano got fired from the Mandalorian because of her viewpoints on certain things that are political. Let's just say that. Now, I don't remember because I remember I spoke about this a couple of years ago, this was back in 2020, I remember I, I spoke about this when I heard her podcast, well, Ben Shapiro's podcast when she was on Ben Shapiro, I honestly don't remember of her following the trends of canceling Disney+, Plus, and I don't remember actually her saying that she supports this type of movement. At the time, people were extremely upset, and again, they have every right to be, but I was on the other fence where it's like, listen... If you want to cancel your, subscri your subscription for Disney+, Plus, that is completely your choice. Hell, you have every right to do whatever it is you want with your money. The same way I will say, if you personally want to boycott Bayonetta because of what they're doing to the voice actors, because of what they're doing to the people that have worked hard for this, and you say, no, this is bullshit, this is wrong, I will not stand up for this, I will not support your company, the company of Platinum Games and Nintendo for buying this, I will not support it, so therefore, I will not buy it. I mean, hell, look at the controversy of what's going on with Mario in the new movie being voiced by Chris Pratt instead of the original voice actor. People are fuming over this. And again, they have every right to be. But asking us to boycott this, again, it doesn't sit right with me. The same way I did not cancel, and for the same people, and I'm pretty sure the same people that have trended cancel Disney Plus are the same amount of people that still have it now and are watching the same content because guess what? It was something that they felt in the moment. Now, I'm not saying this is the same thing. I'm just comparing two actions and two 
spots from different circumstances. I get that they're not the same thing. I get it. But there are a lot of similarities. I tried to find something that was very similar in terms of what is going on now. Last year, sometime last year, Dave Chappelle came out on his special, on a special, and said he said he didn't get paid for his time for the uh, the Chappelle show. One of the greatest shows that we've ever seen on Comedy Central that he was not getting paid worth anything. So he asked the fans to boycott the show because, remember, when Netflix picked it up, they did not pay him anything at all. There was user buyer rights or whatever that was going on in the NDA and certain contracts that they were not abiding to. And they just picked up the project and it was his property. It was, you know... They, they were essentially had the right for in perpetuity and his likeness and his rights and everything to do what they wanted to do. And he was like, no, fuck that. If you support me, don't watch this show until they pay me what I'm worth. And around a week later, they did. The fans spoke up and they did. Now, maybe, maybe Helena Taylor could have done the same thing. She could have gone on her social media platform, her platforms as a whole on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, and she could have been like, do not buy this game until the developers pay me what I'm worth. Would it have went down the same way with Dave Chappelle? I highly doubt it because Dave Chappelle is a well-known, as a legend in the game of comedy, in the, in the legend in the game of, of stand-up comedy, very well-known. Helena Taylor, not so much. I'm not, you know, hating on one over another. I'm just stating the facts. One is more well-known and one is more well-liked because let's face it, a lot of people that do buy the games, that do, you know, invest their money into buying the games, don't really care much about the voice actors behind this. And I understand that it's fucked up for me to say, but that's the harsh reality. Most people that have buy, that buy projects, that buy, you know, if you go to see a movie or watch a show, sometimes you care about what goes on behind the scenes. Other times you don't. You just want to buy for the sheer enjoyment of it, for the sheer entertainment of it. Now, the thing is, what happened with Dave Chappelle, that happened well over a decade ago. And he had the platform that he needed to speak from his heart to say yes this is wrong I should be getting paid more Helena Taylor could have done the same thing but I'm pretty sure there was something in her NDA in her non-disclosure agreement in her contract that states that she could not reveal too much of what was going on yet when she's on her platform and she comes out and she says the words and this is her quoting I am not afraid of the NDA. I'm not afraid of the non-disclosure agreement. What are they going to do? Take my clothes? Take my car? And she also said, and this is why I'm against the whole boycotting thing. She also said, the new girl, the new person playing Bayonetta, Jennifer Hale, has no right to say she is the voice of Bayonetta. She has no right to sign for merchandise. Now, if you hear that, you can come off and saying, oh my God, she's being egotistical. Well, yes and no. She did pour a lot of her time into this character. She poured in a piece of herself into this character. And I can understand 
that she made Bayonetta what she is with her voice acting. But you can't say to boycott a game and for someone to say they have no right to be this character. It's a slippery slope for me. It really is. Because I see both sides here. I really do. She has every right to her opinion. She really does. But to say when something is when someone is not right for something or has no right to something, oh, it's that's a little shaky to me. It really is. I remember watching on YouTube that the diva himself, and yes, I'm going to call him a diva because online that is what it's perceived to be, Sean Schimmel, the voice of Goku, when someone asked him what did he think of the whole Dragon Ball Abridged series, and they've stated many times that it is owned by Funimation and Toei Animation, Fuji TV, and Akira Toriyama, Please support the official release. The official release being the original content of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super, anything that involves with Dragon Ball that they should support the official release. When someone asked him about what did he think of the whole Dragon Ball Z abridged thing that was going on, he was completely against it. And he said that he has voiced the character of Goku for 20 years and it's not something that he likes to pass around because he has an emotional attachment to this character. And that's what I see when I heard Helena Taylor's videos. She does have an emotional attachment to Bayonetta because she has played this character for over 10 years. I feel for her. I really do. As a fellow voice actor, I feel on how hurt and how insulting that offer must have been when a company, once again, according to her, is worth over $450 million of getting back that has to do with Bayonetta. And you only get paid $4,000. It fucking sucks. But to ask us to boycott the game which spits in the face of the new voice actor when we voice actors should be, no matter whether we agree with it or not, we should still support each other because we're struggling, we're pretty much in the same boat. And I don't want to say there's some kind of entitlement to this, but I'm trying not to view it that at that point, even though it kind of sounded like it did. All I can say is this. If you choose to boycott the game, if you choose to not pay for the game, that's completely your choice. You do whatever you want to do with your money. You choose to support however you want to support with what you feel. You have every right to do so. I stand by my fellow voice actors. I stand by that we should be compensated for what we're worth. We should be paid for what we're worth because we bring so much weight to these characters that you purchase and that you watch and that you buy and that you consume for your entertainment. I 100% agree with that. I do not agree with boycotting a project for the simple reason that it's kind of a slap in the face to anyone else that has had a hand in the game as well when they are getting paid way less than us. So my message to Helena Taylor as a fellow voice actor 
as a fellow voice actor, Helena, if you're listening to this, I'm really sorry this happened to you. Again, it sucks. I get it. I'm I'm really sorry. It's fucked up. It is wrong. But there are ways to go about this in different circumstances. There are ways to create more awareness that we fellow voice actors should stand up for ourselves and should be compensated for what we're worth. And I do not believe asking fans of the game, fans of the character to boycott it is the answer. But then again, what the hell do I know? I'm just your friendly neighborhood, Mike Garcia. That's all we have for today's podcast. This was actually pretty fun to do. I should be doing a little bit more of this where when something happens, I can just talk about it right then and there. Yeah, we'll see what happens next time. What's the next thing that I'm going to talk about? What what will be the next thing that could catch my eye in terms of me talking on this platform? Well, you'll have to wait and see for what happens. As always, guys, be sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast. And when it comes to anything and everything that involves superhero content and comic book content, if you read about it and you hear about it, I then talk about it like I've done with this. Till next time. See you next time. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.